Welcome to Prophecy Countdown with author and pastor Kenneth Baer. Join us every week for the latest updates on what the Bible has to say about the events, the characters, and prophetic signs of the return of Jesus Christ and His coming kingdom. Make sure you not only subscribe, but like your favorite episodes and share it with your friends. Now, on with the broadcast. Welcome to Prophecy Countdown. I'm Ken Baer, the pastor at Faith Dialogue, and we provide uh, two updates. Two updates each week, one on Sunday and the other one on Wednesday. Our, on Sundays, our message premieres at 1 p.m., and then on Wednesdays, our message premieres at 11 a.m. The title of my message, my topic today, is Looking for a Sign. And we'll be taking a look at what Jesus has to say in Matthew chapter 16, verses 1 through 4. Now, as the name implies, Prophecy Countdown, our podcasts typically have a, a prophecy thread. We love answering questions, particularly related to prophecy. If you have a question, send us an email at prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. That's prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. And we're glad to answer your questions. In fact, that's how we get a lot of our topics for our podcast. So let's get started. Our discussion today is looking for a sign. You know, despite the popularity of GPS these days, and and I use it quite a bit, I still like seeing a sign. You know, my GPS may say, turn left, but I'm going to wait until I see a sign, some kind of a confirmation that says that's the way I actually want to go. You know, signs are, are ever-present, and they're everywhere. Um, signs can tell us what we can do. Signs also tell us what we can't do. They tell us how to get someplace that we want to go, and they tell us the places that we can't go. You know, our, our interstates uh, really have the best signs, don't they? They do a good job. They, uh, they, they don't do a job of entertaining us as much as informing us. They do a decent job of letting us know what lane we should be in. If we're going to exit, they let us know what's coming ahead, Uh, not only gasoline, but also food and and motels. Um, And and it's great if you're looking for one of those things. The the signs on the freeway will tell you what's ahead. What's ahead? You know, the people back in Bible times didn't have freeways and they didn't have have, uh, news reports uh, to to tell them about the weather, for example. That's what we're going to talk about today. As a result, they had to look to the sky for a sign, for a sign of what the weather was going to be like today. In fact, we have a saying that exists today because of what it says in the Bible. And the saying is this, red sky at night, sailors delight, red sky in the morning, sailors take warning. You know, Jesus refers to this, this red sky sign in our passage today. And it's a lesson he wants to give uh, the Pharisees and the Sadducees that were there talking to him and trying to test him. And they also give us an indication about looking for signs of his coming. Jesus uh, chided the religious leaders because they could read the signs in the sky, but they couldn't see the signs that were all around them uh, that the Messiah was present. So let's read Matthew chapter 16, verses 1 through 4, and we'll see what Jesus was talking about as, as we get into this topic called looking for a sign. Beginning at verse 1. Then the Pharisees and the Sadducees came and tested him, asking that he would show them a sign from heaven. And he answered and said to them, When it is evening, you say, It'll be fair weather, for the sky is red. 
And in the morning, it'll be fall weather today, for the sky is red and threatening. Hypocrites, you know how to discuss the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the time. And then verse 4, Jesus concludes, he says, a wicked and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. And he left them and departed. So here, beginning in, this, in these verses, we see a, a common group, uh, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And often, they're found together. And that's actually quite surprising because uh, history tells us that they really didn't like each other. The Pharisees are mentioned about 98 times in the New Testament. The Sadducees, a little less, about 25 times. Uh, these two groups, along with what we know as the scribes, are what we know as religious leaders. They are the religious elite. And notice at the beginning of the scripture today, Matthew tells us that they were testing. They were testing Jesus. Now, testing Jesus is rude. It's impertinent. As they ask Jesus for a sign from heaven, while they know very well that Jesus has been healing, he's been teaching, um, he's been performing miracles and all kinds of signs, um, healing the multitudes, feeling thousands with a few loaves of bread and a few fish, giving sight to the blind, speech to those that are mute. And this is the thing, not only healing the lame, but restoring limbs, restoring those that, um, uh, that are maimed, which means he's actually restoring limbs. And they've seen these. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, we told, actually witnessed some of these. And we know that because after they witnessed Jesus doing some of these miracles, they accused him of working on the Sabbath or partnering with Beelzebub, the prince of the demons. So despite what they've already seen, they asked Jesus for a, a sign. And what does Jesus do? Well, Jesus doesn't give them this the satisfaction. Um, he doesn't try to prove to them with any sign that he is the long-awaited Messiah, um, as it's been revealed to us in Scripture, the Son of God, the part of the triune, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the second person of the Trinity, that he's in harmony with his Father, that he's in perfect unity with the Holy Spirit, that he is, in fact, Emmanuel, God with us. You know, Jesus gives them no signs. Instead, he says, hypocrites, and he calls them an evil and adul adulterous generation. You know, they can discern the sky and predict the weather, but they can't observe the signs of the time. You see, here's the thing, that at the time of Jesus, there were many signs that the Messiah was coming. John the Baptist was the forerunner of Jesus Christ, according to Old Testament as well as New Testament scriptures. John was in the, John was in the desert preaching, baptizing people, telling them to repent and to get ready for the Messiah. The wise men came because they saw a sign in the sky. And also, if you've heard my, my previous teaching on this, most likely they also were aware of the prophecies of the prophet Daniel. And they did the math and they knew that the Messiah was about to be born. So here's the thing. The angels, here, the angels also appeared as shepherds. We, we, we'd sing about this and, and have plays about this every Christmas. Well, for years... All of Judea, all of Bethlehem, all of Nazareth was, was, was full of stories that previously, about 30 years prior, angels had seen shepherds in the sky announcing that the Messiah had come. So there were many signs at the time that the Messiah was coming, but these Pharisees and the Sadducees, uh, they don't want to, to see it. You know, the disciples also asked for a sign. 
And Jesus didn't dismiss them. They asked for a sign of Jesus' return when the end times would come because Jesus was talking in Matthew 24 and 25 um, about the end of the age. And Jesus said this. He said that we would hear of wars and rumors of wars, that nation would rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. And Jesus said there would be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various places. And all of these things, Jesus said, were the beginning of what he called labor pains. We know what labor pains are. The initial signs of labor pains are minor contractions, beginning relatively mild, but then building in intensity and in frequency until that arrival finally happens. You know, many people, many well-intentioned people will quote a Bible verse to people like me that are teaching in the second coming, and they'll say, you know, the Bible says no one knows the day or the hour. And while that is definitely true, the Apostle Paul tells us that we will be able to discern the signs of Jesus' second coming. In, second, in 1 Corinthians, for example, chapter 5, verses 4 and 5, Paul says this. He says, but you, brothers and sisters, do you consider yourself a brother or sister in Christ? I do, and I hope you do as well. He says, but you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness that this day should surprise you like a thief. Remember, Jesus said it would be like the thief in the night, his coming. He says, Paul says, you are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or in the darkness. Paul is very clearly telling us that we should be able to see the signs, the signs appearing that Jesus is, is coming. You know, there are many signs today that tell us uh, that the return of the Lord is near. The biggest sign, of course, is the birth of Israel in 1948. It was prophesied by Isaiah, by the prophets, that Israel would be regathered in the latter days, and it happened in 1948. And then in 1967, uh, uh, Israel took control of Jerusalem, the Holy Mount, the ancient capital, the city of David. And that's a clear sign as well that something is about to happen. Now, Jesus said wars, nations, uh, nations against nations, famines, pestilences, and earthquakes. And, and these are all just indications uh, that we are likely uh, close to the coming of Jesus. Now, another sign, and, and I've been taking a look at this and, and scratching my head and wondering if this is a sign, but I think it is. Another sign that many others point to is advanced technology, particularly in regard to AI, artificial intelligence. The book of Revelation uh, tells us that the Antichrist and the false prophet will deceive people with miraculous signs, including an image that both speaks and breathes. And, you know, it's interesting to consider today how AI does this. It can fool us. It can imitate human behavior. Um, and every, artificial intelligence or AI can, can actually deceive many. The, you're from, maybe you're familiar with the phrase deep fake. A deep fake refers to a use of AI technology, typically in a video that creates a counterfeit, a, a very convincing counterfeit, so that we really can't believe what we see or hear. It's a counterfeit. So let's get back and finish up today's scripture because the last two verses says this. Jesus says, For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so likewise... 
the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. You know, Jesus, of course, was referring to his coming death and his, his resurrection. The resurrection of Jesus was attested to by over 500 people over a period of 40 days that witnessed Jesus in the flesh. This was no deep fake. This was actually Jesus Christ risen from the dead. This was a, a huge sign for those that were following Jesus that he truly was divine. He was the, the son of God. He was the second person of the Trinity. He's our Emmanuel. However, what does history tell us? Well, history tells us that only a few, a, a percentage, a minority of the Jewish people followed Jesus Christ, and, and the mass, vast majority of the Jewish peoples walked away. They walked away. You see, my friends, even when we see the signs, and I think this is the point, even when we see the signs, we may not understand the signs. You know, 2,000 years ago, Jesus told his disciples that he was going away to prepare a place, and he would come back and receive his disciples to himself. When Jesus ascended into heaven, the angels were there, and they said to the disciples, you can read this in Acts chapter 1, the angels said, men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? The same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. The angels told us that Jesus would come back, and Jesus would come back just as he ascended. It would be seen in the sky returning to the earth. Jesus will return, and he will return soon. I, I firmly believe that based on all of the signs, all of the evidence we see today, we are likely the terminal generation. The terminal generation is the generation that will be alive to see all of these things that Jesus said about his coming and the end times come to pass. The Apostle Paul tells us that it will all happen, he says, in a twinkling of an eye. Let me read to you what Paul says in, in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Paul says, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. You know, my friends, pay attention to the signs around you. There's something big that's coming. Jesus is coming back for his church. Begin to look up. Bible says, for your redemption draws nigh. Let's pray. So Father God, we want to thank you, Lord, for this opportunity basically to, uh, to take a look at the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 16. But we thank you most of all, Lord, that you've given us the signs, you've given us the assurance that you are coming back for us. We look forward to that, Lord. We don't look forward to, to, uh, to the problems, to all of the issues dealing with the, uh, with the apocalypse, with the second coming, with the tribulation, Lord. But at the same time, Lord, we know that you have a plan and your plan is perfect. So we give you the praise and the glory for that. We pray as well for the peace of Jerusalem. And we thank you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Nearly every day, it's common to see, read, or hear something about the end of the world, the apocalypse, or end times. 
Author and pastor Kenneth Baer's The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom zooms in and breaks down biblical prophecy as it relates to Jesus' imminent return and the coming seven-year period, including the Great Tribulation. Available in both paperback and Kindle versions. Get your copy on Amazon or at Barnes & Noble and select Christian bookstores. The title again is The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom. You can also find it listed by author Kenneth Baer. Get your copy today. Thank you for joining us on Prophecy Countdown with Pastor Ken Baer. Don't leave without first sharing the latest episode with your friends. Be sure to join us again for the latest updates on Prophecy Countdown.